Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive & June. Olive & June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. It dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. The following is a presentation of Morning Drive Media. From the center of the galaxy, this is the Force Center Podcast feed. I'm Kat Napsok for another edition of Spotlight Star Wars. We're back. I had to take a week off. I think most of you now know why or knew why. I was in Chicago, technically Rosemont, so, so close to Chicago. The pizza's still the same, but the feeling is slightly different. 
I was out there in Chicago for Wizard World Comic Con Chicago. Wizard World Chicago for short. And I was out there with the Screen Junkies team. We went out there with a couple panels Friday and Saturday night. Some fan meetups. Got to meet a lot of fans out there from the uh, Screen Junkies world. And it was a great time. But the highlight was on Sunday afternoon when I had the opportunity, along with Andy Signore, the head of the Screen Junkies team, to sit down, courtesy of the nice folks at Wizard World, and moderate the Carrie Fisher panel. Princess Leia herself. And you know what, guys? It was everything I wanted to be, and I just wanted to share. Please allow me this moment to share it and not consider it any kind of braggadocious bragging. No, no, no. I'm just trying to revel. I don't revel much in life. I just plug along. I uh, diffuse any sort of credit thrown my way. I take it and dismantle it and toss it back. Um, But I had a lot of fun, and I think the panel went really good. And there was uh, a lot of people. I saw um, uh, some coverage and some tweets. um, And uh, a lot of people saying that the panel was one of the best Carrie Fisher panels they've ever seen. Now, to be clear, there's no credit for that going my direction or Andy's direction, we were just there to try to guide Carrie as as much as a moderator can. You're just kind of you're containing a lightning bolt. But I think we did a good job. I think we got some fan questions in. We got our questions in, and we helped uh, um, kind of uh, facilitate just a really fun hour with. Carrie Fisher, who I, as I said on stage and I've said before, I believe is a, a national treasure. She owns who she is. Carrie Fisher's trials and tribulations in life are well documented because for the most part, she's documented them herself. Um, she debuts in shampoo. She's the uh, daughter of Hollywood royalty. And then within a couple years after shampoo, she is Princess Leia then and forever. And as we all know, it's uh, it's one of the biggest, most iconic roles of all time. And under the weight of that, under the weight of her life, she struggled. She uh, got into drugs and alcohol and uh, mental disorders. She suffers uh, from bipolarism, depression, all that stuff. But the thing about her is she owns it. And now as she's reemerged on the scene, not that anyone from Star Wars, the original trilogies, uh, ever really left. You know, they are who they are forever. But, you you know, Harrison goes on and becomes Harrison Ford. Uh, Mark Hamill disappears into the voiceover world and reemerges in the late 90s as a, as a ambassador for Star Wars. And, and Carrie Fisher, again, she's had her ups or downs. Um, she's had her troubles. She's been, uh, you know, uh, maligned, whether it be her weight or her drug problems, everything. And she's had to face a lot of that. So I, number one, give her a lot of credit that she returned to Force Awakens and allow herself to be put back into that spotlight. Again, no one really ever left, but you're now front and center. The original three are returning to Star Wars. It's big news. You are putting yourself back out there. She had an acted in a long time. She had those issues she was still struggling with, and now you're in a more ferocious uh, media environment now. Imagine if during Star Wars A New Hope or Empire Strikes Back or Return of the Jedi, if the media and the, and, the, and the way we devour pop culture was going strong back then. 
Well, you know, Blue Harvest would not have worked as the shooting title for Return of the Jedi. No one would have fallen for it. And the trials and tribulations of Carrie Fisher would have been that much bigger, would have been that much soaked up by the paparazzi culture and the, and the pop culture um, fandoms that are so ferocious now. I, I, I give her credit for coming back in. But then to see her on stage, in person, and just up top own who she is, both as a character and a, and, a, and a fan favorite and as a person who has struggled. The first question we got from the audience and then again the last question we got from the audience, again, not planned. Andy and I, nor I, or anyone from Wizard World knew the fan questions. They didn't vet them before. They just opened up the mics. But the first question we got and the last question we got in an hour panel were about mental issues, mental disorder, uh, depression, and the like. And that shows me something. That shows me that uh, Carrie being so uh, vocal of who she is and owning it and laughing about it and talking about it and, and documenting it, it can be very, very important to a lot of people. Um, some of the nicest things I've ever gotten are, are not about Star Wars. I love talking Star Wars with fans, but it's those episodes of the Knapsack Files, um, my other podcast feed that's been dormant since April, but will return, I guarantee it. Um, you know, my episodes about depression and all that kind of stuff. And, and I, I put myself out there maybe sometimes to purge, but also to kind of be, um, be out there for other people who may, might feel they're alone. And you, I saw that and I felt that times 100 with Carrie Fisher compared to me. Um, it was, it's pretty powerful when you're sitting there. She could have shrank away. She could have been a, a, a relic from the past. She could have said no to The Force Awakens. I don't want to put myself back out there. But Harrison comes on board, Mark Hamill comes on board, Carrie Fisher comes on board. They all agree to do it. Um, all almost shocking in their own levels. I'd still surprise Harrison Ford agreed to do it, but uh, we also see him possibly returning, uh, you know, to Indiana Jones, returning to Blade Runner. Maybe he's just going through that uh, period of his life, uh, late in his life, where he's like, "Hey, let me let me put some uh, bookmarks uh, or close some chapters um, on what I've done." Uh, Mark Hamill um, made some sense, but when I interviewed him with the Schmoes No Guys via telephone a while ago um, last year, um, you know, he was. Uh, he, he was pretty honest that he would not have returned to The Force Awakens if, if Carrie and Harrison said they weren't going to do it. Or even just one of them. If Carrie said yes and Harrison said no, Mark Hamill wouldn't have returned and vice versa. So Carrie Fisher, as I asked her on stage, would, was there anything that, that provided any trepidation for coming back? And she said emphatically, no, which is great. She owns who she is. She's back in the spotlight. She puts herself out there. Uh, a lot of people, um, uh, I don't want to say well, a lot, a lot of people, uh, two, I'm looking at two right now. I want to thank uh, Kay at fangirlblog.com, who did a nice live tweet. You can follow her at geek underscore K. She did a live tweet of the panel and uh, covered it for the Fangirl blog. And then uh, the team over at um, starwarsnews.net covered the panel and posted a uh, um, 
an un, uh, un, unauthorized uh, video of the panel, but check it out. It's up there. Uh, I don't think Wizard World has too much of a problem with that. Uh, I do have the official footage, and hopefully we at Screen Junkies will be able to release some of that soon. Um, but take a look there. And they, they recap the panels nicely, and I, I was touched by both both articles say this this was uh, the best Carrie Fisher panel that they had uh, had ever had seen and I, I, like I said I'm gonna take full credit of that it's just Carrie being Carrie but you're on that you're on that river going downstream and Andy and I we had we had questions planned we had cards in our hands we knew we got fan questions but we're like all right wait, we got our Star Wars questions we got our questions about the Burbs and the Blues Brothers I had some when Harry met Sally questions and I didn't get to them and I I, I kind I be honest I kind of regret that but the things were going but the moment the panel starts, all that has to kind of go out the window. All your prep goes out the window, and Gary the dog is part of that reason. Oh, Gary the dog. I'm not going to say I was more excited to meet Gary than I was to meet Princess Leia. That's just, that'd be a lie. But on the same, 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 same thing, I got to say, as I stumble, I'm still basking in the glory that is Gary the dog. I said on stage, and I still kind of believe it in a weird way, Gary the dog may be the biggest breakout star of The Force Awakens. Was he in it? No, of course not. But on the press tours for Force Awakens, Gary the dog emerges as Princess Leia's right-hand dog. Carrie Fisher needed to bring the dog to all the interviews. I believe he is kind of a uh, assistance dog, kind of helps her. And, and some of her emotional issues, Gary is there for that. And Gary delivers with that tongue tongue that's always hanging out. French bulldog. Stockier. Little little bulkier than I would have thought. I thought Gary was maybe a littler thing. And he is a lap dog, but he's he's got some bulk to him. Looks like he's done some push-ups at the doggy gym. So while I was uh, in a surreal headspace when it came to meeting Carrie Fisher, I was just plain excited to meet Gary the dog, and a lot of the Wizard World staff themselves were backstage. Uh, Chris Jansen leads a fine crew over there. They were backstage kind of like, Carrie's Carrie. Carrie's great. Better before. But not to get, I'm here to meet Gary, Gary the dog. And uh, it finally happened. The Daredevil panel had happened before. Andy Signore moderated that panel, and we ran a, a, got started a little late, and, and it was going. So, so Carrie was coming up uh, from uh, autograph signing down at the uh, panel floor, the convention floor, I should say. And I was starting to pace. Uh, you know, I was calm. I, I, there was about over a thousand people in attendance, and it was like, uh, you know, that I've been in front of big crowds before. That's fine. But I was getting my questions going and how we're going to do this. All right. And Andy comes back off the Daredevil panel. We're waiting for Carrie, waiting for Carrie. Finally, hey, here she comes. So we're in the hallway, and the catacombs there, like it's Spinal Tap. We're in the hallway there, and and they start walking up. She's got some um, some assistants, some people, um, press people, PR people with her, and some and some some uh, you know personal assistants. And she comes walking up. She is she is very short. She's still very tiny. And there's Gary the dog. And and, and Gary's just oh, Gary owns it. I keep saying Gary's a rock star because Gary is. This dog has no fear. He's just bounding along, tongue out. Hey, I'm Gary. My mom's Princess Leia. What you gonna do about him? I got to pet Gary first. Hey, Gary runs right up to me. Andy and I introduce ourselves to Gary. Like Gary even cares. We do that, and then. Meet Princess Leia. Um, we uh, we uh, uh, we meet Princess Leia, and uh, hi, I'm Andy. Hi, I'm Ken. 
She says, hi. She looks at me and she says, is there like a green room? Is there something, like, like a place I can change? Um, and I'm like, I, I actually don't work here. I'm just moderating. Let me see if I can find somebody. I wave someone over from Wizard World. And she just looks at me and says, well, I, I've, I've got to change my pants. Um, and I'm thinking to myself, the first thing Princess Leia says to me is i got to change my pants. One of those funny little moments. But we didn't get to spend a lot of time with her before. She goes off. Her assistants come up. They talk to us. Hey, don't, they're very nice. Uh, don't ask about episode eight. She just cannot answer, answer anything about episode eight. We ask that you just please don't. Uh, I know the fan uh, fan questions might go that way, but do your best. Please don't. We said, great. We said, we got a lot of questions. We got questions that aren't Star Wars. They said, great. She loves that. And they say, you know, her favorite movie to talk about is The Burbs. She loves The Burbs. Andy said, I got, Andy's like, I love The Burbs. I got questions about that. I got, I got questions about Blues Brothers. We're good to go. And then the assistant looks at one of the assistants, uh, PR guys, looks at me and says, uh, straight face. You know, to be honest with you, she really doesn't want to talk about Star Wars today. And Andy and I, in our nervousness and our anxiety ridden moments, buy it. And I go, oh, okay. All right, then. And we start making notes. Start grabbing our note cards. He starts laughing. I'm fucking with you. I said, oh, okay. We both do a, we got fooled, breathe a sigh of relief. Uh, And I said, I I said, I could have asked when Harry met Sally questions for days, but, you know. Okay, we're good. So she comes out, and again, we're running a little late, so uh, not no fault fault of hers or or us. Just the other panel went a little longer, started late. So we're we're like, we're going to hit the stage. Is there anything? And, you know, you'd think there'd be a little moment. You could huddle up. Here's what we're going to She goes, I'm ready. Let's go. Get out there. Do it. She's a veteran. So we get out there. Andy and I got our note cards. We're all set. The crowd's cheering. And um, we start to introduce them. And I, I say something about, ah, I've been waiting for this moment since 1983 to meet Princess Leia. This is great. And, by the way, bonus, everybody, you get to meet Gary the dog. Big roar from the crowd. And on that... Gary the dog comes bounding onto the stage, just running up there. Like it's like if he'd heard his name and his mom said, Get up there. And he's like, I'm up there. He's on the stage. Comes running up. Carrie, I couldn't see Carrie. I couldn't even see. It was like it was like Gary was like, screw it. I'm taking the stage. I heard my name. Gary's bounding around, huffing and puffing, tongue out, tail wagging, crowds going crazy. And I got and Carrie starts walking up, and Andy says, Hey, well, here she is. No without further ado, Carrie Fisher. And I got to admit. I'm admitting exclusive to you guys here at the Spotlight Star Wars audience. I lost it inside. I was calm, cool, and collected on the outside. I mean, I was gripping that microphone pretty tight. I was nervous. But I actually pulled out of the interview for a second, mentally kind of got into this surreal headspace where I was almost confused, and I'm fixated on Gary the dog. So Carrie Fisher is walking up on stage. She's got a microphone. She's already addressing the audience. And again, you can see this on some of the, the video footage on StarWarsNews.net. Um, she's, she's taking the stage. She's done this before. She's a pro. She's an entertainer. She's, she's going for it. She's talking. And I'm just, I'm like looking at Gary. All I'm doing. Andy Signore is talking. We all take seats, and I'm just staring at Gary like I'm a deer caught in headlights about to be run over by a tour bus. I am just staring at Gary, and he's bounding, and he starts barking. And the only thing I can think to do is to try to put the microphone up to Gary to maybe get him to say something to the audience. And Princess Leia, who I'll call her Princess Leia, and I'll call her Carrie Fisher at many times during the story because it's one and the same to us fans, right? Um, she starts calling Gary. Gary's not calming down, and, it, and it's confusing me in, in a good way. I'm in this surreal headspace again. 
Because every other thing I've really seen with Gary, press-related, Gary's very calm. That one kind of now famous interview uh, on a morning news show on the East Coast, I believe, where they're interviewing Carrie Fisher and Gary's on a chair next to her. The, all the comedy really kind of comes from Carrie talking and rambling and Gary sitting there silently. So in my head, I'm like, Gary's hyper. I wasn't, pl- I wasn't prepared for Gary to be hyper. And I crawled into this weird headspace, this socially anxious headspace, and lost my, lost my way on the interview. And I give credit to Andy Signore for kind of holding down the fort. We sit down, and Kerry says, he's hungry. Gary's hungry. Does anyone have beef jerky? And people from the audience, they have beef jerky ready to go. And then someone from the back brings, like, some bacon... Really heavily salted bacon dog treat thing. I don't know if I maybe I could have had a one had one too. They smelled good, salty. Carrie starts feeding Gary, but then she struggles with the bag and she's trying to talk. And Andy's asking her questions about her new book, The Princess Diarist, coming out in November. So she hands me the bag of treats and says, "Can you open this?" So I put down the microphone. I'm not even in the interview at this point, folks. I'm out of it. And in a good way, I'm mad at myself, but in a good way, I'm just, I'm out of, I'm like, Princess Leia wants me to open up bacon bits for her dog. So I'm opening it up, and Gary doesn't even give me a chance to hand the bag back to his mama. He starts coming after me, barking, hopping up on the leg, just like, give me the damn bacon treats, a-hole. They don't care about your Star Wars questions. Gary needs bacon. So she's like, feed him. So I start feeding him. And Andy and her are talking. And Andy starts going to the crowd for questions, and I'm feeding Gary. And I co- I don't remember. I remember the first question was about mental illness. It was about a girl from the crowd that had, had struggled with depression, and that starts coming up. But I don't remember much of it. I have to go to the videotape. I have to go to the recaps um, because I don't remember it. All I remember is me looking at Gary, and in my head I'm thinking, I'm feeding Gary. I'm feeding Gary. I'm feeding Gary. I'm feeding Gary over and over. So I start to snap out of it. Andy kind of nudges me. He actually has to nudge me to kind of start asking questions. Um, And we do. And we get into it. And there's some great stuff up top about the burbs and this and that. And you can watch the, the watch the interview yourself. Uh, I don't want to take it beat by beat, but some of the highlights was just uh, she's such a quick wit. She's so smart, and again owns who she is and knows who she is and knows what she means to us on many different levels. At one point, a fan asked a question or said something about, "Hey, I'm one of those Star Wars fans. I'm sorry," and she she said, "No one should apologize for being here today," and that's a good thing because I have seen. Some of these bigger celebrities who just begrudge the thing that has made them who they are. And it doesn't mean it's not hard. It doesn't mean fans can't be intense. We obviously know that's true. Star Wars fans are intense. Every fandom is intense. And now more than ever, it is a somewhat of a troubling time for fandoms because we can, we can be pretty nasty as fans. We forget to celebrate the thing we love, which is why Maude and I, when we started Jedi Alliance, we wanted it to be, as I still say on the show to this day, a celebration of the greatest saga ever told. Yeah, we might nitpick. Yeah, we're going to have some fun. Yeah, there's things I don't like. Still not sure if I like Captain Phasma as a name. But you know what? I'm going to celebrate Gwendolyn Christie in Star Wars, and that's one of my ways I approach it. So I love that Carrie, though, right up top said, no one should apologize for being here. She knows why she's there. 
She genuinely seemed happy to be there. I even asked her, do you like going to these things? How much fun do you have? She says, great. It's great. She sang the Life Day song. A fan came up, female fan who's pregnant, expecting a son. Carrie gives an ah, crowd gives an ah. And the fan says, but you know, there's one thing I'm not going to show my son. And that's the Star Wars Holiday Special. And Carrie launches into a stand-up worthy routine about, no, 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 you show them the holiday special when you want to punish your children. Um, she said later on, that uh, as she wrapped up, she goes, I, I show people the holiday special when I, at parties when I want to get them to leave. But the highlight was she started singing the Life Day song. Just out of memory. Just started doing it. It was great. You see the smile on my face. It's ear to ear. She's singing the GD Life Day song from the Star Wars Holiday Special. She just sounded good. She worked in a little joke about Gary being so bored by the Life Day song and the Holiday Special that he was comatose and then goes back to singing it. It was a great moment. Great moment. She talked about the issues of... uh, uh, female actresses and old female, older female actresses. She joked about how some a young girl was like, "I don't want to see the old Princess Leia," and Carrie Fisher was like, "I don't want to see the old Leia either." Got the chance to ask her, uh, uh, "Hey, as a writer, how would you have brought back Princess Leia?" I said, "Have fun, get wacky with it," and she chastised me and said, "Oh, he says get wacky like I'm not going to get wacky." Fun moment. Fun moment when Princess Leia is chastising you. And she pitched a wild, crazy story about there being a spa planet and a shopping planet and the force gets rid of bikini waxing forever. Great moment. She brought that back when someone asked her, what would Princess Leia, or what is Princess Leia going to say when she sees Luke Skywalker for the first time in Episode Eight? And she says, you idiot, where have you been? Have you been on the spa planet? Been needing you. Fun stuff. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. 
Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Highlight. Another highlight for me is when she takes the stage, uh, 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 she's on stage, and, and a fan asks her, a young girl, about 10, uh, says, hey, you know, Princess Leia is so fierce, how, how can I be fierce like Princess Leia? And Carrie Fisher goes into a routine about, you know, it really comes in this universe and that universe, it really comes from daddy issues, father issues, and she's like, I had both in both universes. So she says, if you want to be fierce, you need to have your father start neglecting you now, and it will make you angrier as an adult, but hey, maybe that's what you want. And she tells the girl, apologize to your father for me. Uh, I'm sure he's great. And don't swear. Crowd is eating it up. She's got comic chops. Carrie Fisher's great. As I said on stage tour, and it got a pop from the crowd, she is a national treasure. But the highlight of the moment, and what I want to share with you, my Spotlight Star Wars audience... Because you can go, please do, go to those two websites if you haven't already, StarWarsNews.net. They got some pictures and, a, and uh, talking about some of the questions. Is Harrison Ford funny? What are you most proud of in your life? Carrie uh, believes it's her daughter, Billy Lord. Um, a great moment. She says, was it noticeable to you that you hugged Ray before chewing? She said, yeah, yeah, but no one listens to me. But she, she wrote it off and says, hey, she had, Ray's had harder times than chewing. I knew deep down that she had... Uh, that uh, she had uh, needed the hug. Um, someone asked her, uh, what's your favorite Star Wars movie to act in? And she pulled off her glasses and winked and said, uh, the last one. The Empire is the one she really liked uh, as well. Um, so there's that. You can go catch those recaps. Again, StarWarsNews.net and go to FangirlBlog.com. And uh, Kay from Fangirl Blog wrote a nice, uh, nice recap on their, uh, on their website there. Um, but the moment that uh, is exclusive that uh, I want to share with you guys that I've shared a couple of my friends was uh, people. What's the best moment, man? What's the best moment of that uh, of that panel? There was a point about halfway through. I'd have to look it up on the video. I don't really remember because we were just chugging along at this point, asking questions. Um, I was I I got out of my haze. I got out of Gary had enough food, and he popped over uh, back onto the couch with his mom and kind of was relaxing. Gary was fine, so I was back into the interview. And there's a point, you know, she's older. What fifty nine, sixty now? Yeah, she looks different. She's aged gracefully. She wears eyeglasses now. Of course, she's older. Hair's a little grayer, but she's still got a good, beautiful head of Princess Leia hair, right? 
But she, uh, you know, like I said, she, she does look different. Harrison Ford looks different. Mark Hamill looks different. They all look different. They're older. God forbid. But there was a moment she took her eyeglasses off and she's talking to me. She takes them off. And she kind of looks at me. Uh, she, she's turning to her left now, facing me on stage. And, and she just kind of looks at me as she's talking and answering my question out of the side of, side of her eyes. you know. And as I tried to explain to friends, um, you know, as old as you might be now, and we all don't look as we did when we were younger, we all, face starts to change, all that stuff. Yeah, you know, your eyes are still your eyes from beginning to end. Unless you turn into a cyborg like you're in a Darth Vader comic. So, hey, you know, she's still Princess Leia. And when you're talking to someone or you see them on screen, everything, yeah, oh, hey, Princess Carrie Fisher's a little older, and then Force Awakens, yeah, she's older, but yeah, she looks good, blah, 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 blah. You can't take into account the fact when you're about three feet across from Princess Leia, and she takes her glasses off, and she looks at you, and she's talking, and the way she's looking at you and the angle on her face, you see this is Princess Leia from Empire Strikes Back era. Like, it looked... Like she was on Hoth, glaring at me like she does, uh, looks over at Han in the beginning, right before Han tells General Rykan he's leaving. And as I'm talking to her, this happens. And I thought I got lost up top with Gary the dog. I absolutely vanished into that moment. Princess Leia is looking over at me, three feet from her. She's talking to me. I'm looking into the eyes of Princess Leia. At that point, it wasn't even Carrie Fisher. That's how iconic these roles are. Mark Hamill is Luke Skywalker. Harrison Ford, he'll hate to admit it. He is Han Solo. Carrie Fisher was, is, and always will be, to her last day, Princess Leia. And so as she looks over at me, it wasn't just stars in my eyes. I was transported. I was back in 1983, watching Return of the Jedi, watching Empire Strikes Back for the first time. I can't fully explain it to you. It was specific to Hoth Leia. It wasn't Endor Leia. It wasn't, it wasn't Jabba's Palace Leia wasn't even Bespin Leia. It was something in her look, the angle in her face, the way her eyes were and her hair were, was and everything. It was Leia on Hoth, glaring at Han from across the command center. And I was seven again. I was a kid. I was lost. I had to be pulled back into the moment. She put the glasses back on. The interview went on. I think Andy may have nudged me again. I don't remember that part of the interview. I was just on uh, StarWarsNews.net looking at the interview, watching the, watching the footage, finding that moment. And you don't see me in it, as you shouldn't, but see the moment where she takes her glasses off, and I just, I'm like, that's it, that's the moment. I didn't even remember it. It was me and the princess. That was worth it. That was Worth it. Cannot wait for episode 8. Cannot wait to see what's in store. She couldn't say. But it seems like there's something good. 
And I'm very, very happy. Very, very happy that Carrie Fisher did come back, was able to come back. Because this galaxy would not be complete without our princess. The panel closed with another question about uh, mental illness and mental disorders by a, a sweet young girl in the crowd who had brought her, uh, her um, support dog. And the support dog was named Princess Leia and was dressed like New Hope Leia. And Andy and I had decided that was going to be the last question. We got the wrap it up uh, signal from a Wizard World staff member, and we were at trying to get as many. Some fans didn't get to ask, and we apologized to them, but it's the way it is. You got to wrap it up. And we, we kind of looked at each other and said, hey, last one, last one. So, all right, hey, last question. And it was this young girl who, you know, admitted bravely in front of a full room, over a thousand people, that she suffered from mental disorders, had struggles, and had a you know, a dog here to help her. And that what it meant, what it meant that it wasn't just that Princess Leia was this iconic character on the screen. It was a Carrie Fisher, who is Princess Leia. And as, and as Carrie said in the panel, I am Princess Leia. Princess Leia is me. The problems of Leia are the problems of mine. They're intertwined forever. And this, this girl, young girl, early teens maybe, I mean, I don't know. Hard to see. It was, it was, you know, I'm up on stage, but but young. She so bravely says, hey, I've got these problems. And now to know that it isn't just about a movie character that she's looking up to. She is looking up at Carrie Fisher, who so bravely herself now owns who she is. And I think that's valuable. You can own your successes. But own those failures be well-rounded. It's a great moment. We were going to end anyways. But Carrie called the girl up on stage, brought, bring the dog. Gary jumps off the couch. It's like, bark, bark, dog, dog, dog. And uh, you could see the dog in full costume. and had little Princess Leia uh, earmuffs on the top of its head. And uh, Carrie, Carrie was touched. And Carrie said herself, I think on that note, we'll end. And Handy and I were left up there to go, uh, give it up for the amazing Gary Fisher, the amazing Gary the dog, and thanks for coming, and we're going to wrap. It's a perfect way to end it. Carrie ended it the way she wanted to end it. So that was my experience with the princess. Uh, we walked off stage. She had a great moment with that girl. We let her have that moment, and uh, the two dogs interacted. Um, and we, you know, posed for a quick picture. I don't even know if you're supposed to ask. As moderators, we're not supposed to bother the talent with pictures. But Andy whispered to me, stay close. I'm going to ask. And I was like, you damn right you are. Let's do this. We got a quick picture. If you look at it on my Facebook page or Twitter or Instagram or whatever, all the places I posted it, I've got a smile bigger than I've had. And I look awkward. I'm just, I'm clutching the microphone still. still. And um, it's because it was a wonderful, wonderful moment that uh, lived up to its expectation. She could have been horrible. You know, you hear these horror stories. You don't know. But she was great. She walked off. She went on to do her work. She spends a lot of time with the fans. She comes to those conventions to play. Um, play play the game hard, I should say, and, and uh, she does. It's fun. So if you get a chance, if you're at one of the Wizard World events, do it. Do it. It was amazing. It was amazing. Um, I got nothing else, man. That's what I got to talk to you guys about. I wanted to share that story with you, the Spotlight Star Wars audience. It was 
It was a great, fun moment that I'm glad I got to experience. And I hope one day you all get to experience a Star Wars fan moment like that. So that is it for this week. A lot of stuff coming up here on the Force Center podcast feed. The first episode of Star Wars Ranked is recorded. It's in the books. It's a short little series we're starting here. Going to start about once a month. First one's coming up after a little bit around Labor Day, I think. That's what we're doing. Uh, we got other uh, more databank brawls, Jedi beats, Force Centers, more stuff coming. Guys, we love it. If you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. We're on Podomatic and Stitcher as well. And uh, you can always, if you want to have a, a conversation with me about Star Wars, go on Twitter. Find me at Ken Napsuck and hashtag Spotlight Star Wars. Do not forget as well that I have an official Facebook page and uh, Force Center has one too. Like it there. That's where we put our finish the fan fiction stuff up on that page guys i've rambled enough thanks for letting me share that is it until next time may that princess guide the rebellion to victory Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.